Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bitcoin has no future as a payments network. Big statements coming from Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX CEO. I want to share what else he had to say. President Bukele of El Salvador hosted 44 countries today to talk about Bitcoin, how they can make it legal tender. We also have Goldman Sachs partnering with a huge firm to make investments into a crypto infrastructure company. And I want to tell you about the Luna situation, what else has been happening, how much Bitcoin they've sold and uh, what other folks are saying. We're going to talk about this and much more. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Thinking Crypto Podcast, your home for cryptocurrency news and interviews. If you are new here, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And please hit the thumbs up button and leave a comment below. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. If you're listening on a podcast site, please give me a five-star rating. Guys, quick word from our new sponsor, and that is Linktube, which provides private equity investments. It makes it easy for the average Joe to do this. Now, you do have to be an accredited investor, but you can get equity into companies, crypto companies like Ripple, Kraken, Uphold, Abra, and other tech companies, guys. I've often talked about how VCs and huge investors are double dipping in this asset class. They are buying the tokens, which many of us are doing, but they're also getting equity into companies that are building the infrastructure, guys. So Link2 makes it really easy to do this. Uh, I think they're the first company to be able to offer this for crypto companies. So huge, huge opportunity here. And yes, I'm going to be uh, investing. They also have BlockFi and and like I mentioned, Ripple, BitPay and many well-known crypto companies. So be sure to check it out, guys. Check out uh, the link in the description, go to that and uh, you can sign up and see if it's for you. 
Now, let's look at the market here. Bitcoin actually back over 30,000, but it looks like it dipped just a little bit below 30,000. So has it found its bottom? I'm, sh I'm hoping so. Some people are saying it may not have, and it could continue to go down. At this point, I am in a holding pattern, a wait and see what happens, right? Um, I don't want to be catching a falling knife. So I'm going to look at buying the dip and DCAing, even though I may have to wait another year to see a return, but I have a long-term macro outlook. So obviously the alts are down and I personally think it's a good buying opportunity, but this is not financial or investment advice. You have to assess your risk tolerance because there is risk here. Not that crypto is going to die, but rather when you may see a return, things may go down before they go back up, right? So just uh, as I always say, have a macro view. Don't invest what you're not willing to lose, guys. That's important. And I want to show you this following uh, graph here, how you know crypto is usually portrayed in the media. When it's at its peak, they call it a bubble. When it's at its bottom, they call it dead. We've seen this. I've been here since 2016. This is what they do. So don't fall for the media narratives. Look at the fundamentals, look at the trends, the technical analysis, and look at what the big money, the institutional players are doing and the governments. And they're moving in the direction of crypto. So it's not what they say, but what they do. Remember that, guys. Uh, it doesn't matter if somebody goes on TV and says, oh, crypto is dead. Okay, but let me go see Who's still investing? Is Goldman Sachs still investing? Yes. Are all these major VCs and so forth still investing? Yes. Right. Are the governments working out crypto regulations? Yes. So remember, look at the market holistically, look at it from a macro perspective. Now, Elon Musk, and I think this is important to call out because Elon is in the mix with crypto and the SEC and so forth. You know, he said just recently, inflation was caused by the government's decision to print money. Now, recently, the government opened an investigation to Elon Musk. I feel like he's making these statements as a pushback. He's exposing the narrative that, uh, you know, the media follows with the government that, oh, Putin caused it or this caused it, right? But we know they printed more money than they ever did in the history of the United States. Uh, within the COVID situation, and that led to inflation, right? Record-breaking inflation. So uh, here's what's going to happen, though, guys. While they're doing their QT or quantitative tightening, where they're trying to you know, save the economy from inflation and they're raising rates and so forth, they're not going to be able to do that for a long time. They're doing that to um, you know, normalize things, essentially, and, and push the value of the dollar higher. Right to make it this, hold that power as the world reserve currency, but make no mistake about it. We've talked about it later this year or possibly into next year. It's back to QE, quantitative easing, more printing, more buying of uh, equities and assets and so forth. The, the Fed's going to continue to do that, guys. Let's do that. They've started, um, you know, you know, the, the, the this snowball that's rolling. And they can't stop it. They just got to keep going. It has to keep going, right? And it's going to continue to get bigger. So this is where, once again, patience is important. Now, uh, the Luna Foundation, this is interesting, some details that came out today. They have sold 80,000 Bitcoin, just 313 Bitcoin left in reserves. Ouch. Now, obviously, this is for the stablecoin UST, which has collapsed Luna, uh, Terra Luna itself has collapsed. Um, I personally didn't have it in my portfolio. I know a lot of people did. And look, there's even people who showed up at Do Kwan's apartment 
my gosh. I, I mean, there's a, here's some statements. The suspect that trespassed the apartment of Terra CEO Doquan was reportedly an investor who lost $2.3 million. There are also reports of people committing suicide and so forth. Guys, I'm going to say it again. Don't invest what you're, you're not able to, to lose. Um, I've, I've been pretty transparent with my holdings. I have my 401k, I have my savings, I pay my bills. I am not investing money. I can't you know, afford to lose everything I have in my crypto goes to zero. It's going to really suck. It's going to hurt. And I'm, I'm not going to be happy about it. But guess what? My life will still function. I still have my savings, right? Um, and I'm still paying my bills. So uh, people who put all their money in, in your life savings, that is not a smart move. I don't care if you do it with stocks or crypto or real estate. That is not a smart move, guys. And um, don't fall into that trap. Oh, you know, this is definitely going to happen. Or this is, there are no guarantees or certainties when it comes to investing. I don't care if it's in Bitcoin. There are no certainties. We don't know what tomorrow holds. None of us know the future, right? So please, uh, I hope, you know, you guys, uh, there's none of you who are in this type of situation where you put your life savings into something. Uh, that is very risky. Now, here today, we had uh, the new uh, uh, CFTC chairman on uh, CNBC talking about the regulation of cryptocurrencies. I'm not going to play the clip because it's not really much that he had to say that's new. But, um, you know, here's a quote. I could say for sure Bitcoin is a commodity, says uh, CFTC Chairman Rostin Benham. I think it makes sense that each agency has jurisdiction over commodities and securities respectfully. So part of what he said was that Bitcoin and Ethereum, he believes are commodities, but he couldn't, uh, he didn't mention any other cryptos, but he didn't say all of the all, other altcoins were securities. He said some of them may be securities, but some are commodities as well. So I think we're seeing this dynamic, this you know, continued battle for control over the markets and the crypto market specifically. And obviously he's going up against Gary Genser. And we know that a lot of folks in Congress are not happy with Gary Genser and the SEC because they're using the outdated Howey test and going after crypto companies. So I hope a lot of this falls under the CFTC because uh, they are not trying to kill the market or, uh, you know, do anything, uh, bring draconian laws. They are trying to help foster innovation as opposed to Gary Gensler and the SEC, right? That's not to say the SEC doesn't have a job to do. Sure, they do. They have to go after scams and protect retail investors. But we know they're going after legitimate companies, right? Such as Ripple, Library, and others. So uh, it, it, the, the battle continues here. And you're going to see a lot, I think, a lot of uh, media narratives and a lot of interviews and these things that are put forth. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried made some uh, statements recently and <laughs> He, he did clarify them, but, you know, he said, uh, and, and this is according to the Financial Times, Sam Bankman-Fried, founder of FTX, and, and he's also the CEO, said that Bitcoin has no feature as a payments network because of its inefficiency and high environmental costs. Countries such as uh, El Salvador and Central African Republic have adopted Bitcoin as legal tender. 
Sam said, to be clear, I also said that it does have potential as a store of value. The Bitcoin network can sustain thousands slash millions of transactions per second, although Bitcoin can be transferred on lightning slash layer twos slash et cetera. Now, Jack Dorsey, who's a big proponent of Bitcoin and lightning, you know, responded to that and said, uh, and you didn't bring up lightning because, but here's the thing, guys, um, Sam is right. Does that mean he's going to be right forever that lightning won't fi help fix this? Maybe not, right? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, we'll just have to see. But at this point, Bitcoin, I think digital gold, and that is hard money. And don't expect lots of transactions or um, uh, you know low fees for transactions and so forth. Um, I think as you know, the first cryptocurrency, the first hedge. Um, and all these things, it is great. But is it great for everyday normal use? No. And, and I think if you're, these folks are uh, being truthful with themselves and actually being honest, you know, hey, let's look at the technology and let's uh, ha have some constructive criticism here. It, it is not, but it's a great store of value. And it's been the best bet in the crypto market and the safest bet, right? Um, because it's been around longer. It's, it's been proven longer than some of these other altcoins. So I have Bitcoin in my portfolio as a matter of diversifying and it's done well for me. And uh, I'm not looking to use it for daily payments. I'll use other cryptocurrencies, which are faster, maybe like XRP, but I do see the value of XRP, uh, of Bitcoin as digital gold, as a hedge. And obviously all coins move with Bitcoin. So it's, it, it's, I think makes sense to have Bitcoin in your portfolio. So of course there's back and forth and all these things and lightning while it's up and running in certain places, it doesn't have the global reach yet, you know, and a global adoption. So we'll see if it gets to that point. I, I think Jack, I understand what he's saying and what he's trying to build, but you know, it, you got to, at some point it, it has to go beyond talking and get to, uh, the, the finished product and, and lightning has to be integrated with different places. So eventually maybe you'll do that. I, I, we just don't know. It's still early, but you know, we have to see it before we believe it, I, I think. So interesting statements from um, Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, President Bukele of El Salvador, he had 44 countries uh, in, uh, in El Salvador today to discuss Bitcoin. And, you know, he tweeted out, um, uh, here uh, yesterday, he said, tomorrow, 32 central banks and 12 financial authorities, 44 countries will meet in El Salvador to discuss financial inclusion, digital economy, banking, the unbanked, the Bitcoin rollout and its benefit benefits in our country. Guys, this is huge. This is huge. This is kind of like what Michael Saylor did with Bitcoin for corporations, where he's bringing in different companies and showing them how to add Bitcoin to your balance sheet. He was, remember, he was the one who convinced uh, Elon Musk to do this, to add, have Tesla and SpaceX ask, add Bitcoin to their balance sheet. So President Bukele is doing the same for other countries. This is something to watch closely. And we'll see you know, which countries, I'm sure not all of them are going to follow, right? But if they get half, at least half, I mean, that's going to be huge. So uh, I think this is just a start, guys. Adoption is on the horizon. Now, Grayscale launched in their first European crypto, European crypto ETF. It will be listed in the UK 
Italy and Germany, uh, this is significant. And obviously, they've been trying to convert their GBTC trust uh, into a Bitcoin spot ETF, which they've been talking about. They've been talking to the SEC and uh, they even, you know, at one point mentioned they would be ready to take legal action if the SEC denied them. And, uh, you know, I think, I don't know for sure, but I tweeted at all these folks after my interview with um, Joseph Grunfest, former SEC commissioner, where he said these folks could sue the SEC for not approving a spot ETF. So maybe it came from my interview, but who knows? Uh, but this is uh, pretty significant and shows you that crypto is global. These guys are launching ETFs in other countries. If only Gary Gens and the SEC could get their act together. Now, Don Capital, Goldman Sachs plows $70 million into crypto infrastructure provider. Global banking giant Goldman Sachs and European VC firm Don Capital have poured fresh capital into Elwood Technologies. The um, list of investors included a mix of both traditional and crypto native firms, making another instance of convergence between mainstream and digital assets. Guys, watch what they do, not what they say. Look at the money that's going in and look who it's coming from, Goldman Sachs and these other VCs and so forth. So Don Capital, Europe's largest B2B venture capital firm by total assets under management, which is at $1.5 billion, and global banking giant Goldman Sachs co-led the $70 million Series A funding round. Now, why do you think uh, Goldman Sachs is participating in this, guys? I thought crypto's dead. I think Bitcoin's. Go I thought Bitcoin's going to zero. I thought uh, some people are saying it's going to three thousand dollars or something, right? They know, guys. Markets move in cycles. We're in a bear market now. Guess what? Bull market's going to come back. Rinse and repeat. And this is how you make money. This is why I keep preaching for years. Have a macro outlook. Take profits. DCA. Don't invest what you're not willing to lose. And be patient, right? The other folks who in, are involved in this, check this out, Barclays, BlockFi Ventures, Chimera Ventures, Commerce Ventures, Digital Currency Group, Flow Traders, and Digi Galaxy Digital Ventures also participated in the round. And you're investing in crypto infrastructure companies, guys. Pretty amazing what's happening. Now, finally, uh, Ron Hammond of the Blockchain Association, who's a frequent guest on this show, uh, he gives his weekly update on what's happening with crypto in D.C. He said, this week in Congress and crypto, last week's crypto crash did not go unnoticed in D.C. For months, Congress has grappled with stablecoin legislation. However, algorithmic stablecoins were not something um, were something not on the radar of most. And the question remains, what now? Here's the latest. He said, for the past several months, Congress has hosted multiple hearings and briefings on stablecoins. The technology is appealing to most, but the largest concern was with Tether, audits, redemption, and reserves. Algos were too small and new to be considered at the time. Uh, so I'm sure they're going to add algorithmic stablecoins to the blacklist. Those are probably going to be banned, or if not, uh, just banned from you know certain country usage of certain in certain ways or they're going to have to you know, be under heavy scrutiny. Um, I also think Tether might be banned uh, you know, and, and USDC because it's with a regulated entity such as Circle uh, may become the predominant stablecoin in the United States. So he says here, it wasn't just Congress. The Biden administration's president work, president's presidential working group, excuse me, 
report on stablecoin regulation barely considered algos and heavily focused on fiat-backed stablecoins. This report put the ball in Congress court, uh, saying they would need to craft legislation. Even amid the crash last week, Secretary Yellen testified several times that Congress needs to craft a comprehensive and bipartisan regulatory framework for stablecoins. That is a pretty tough lift for a number of reasons. This is an election year, meaning Congress has little, uh, little, has little more than 50 days of votes before November. Partisan tensions are high as each party focuses on campaign messaging themes, inflation, Roe versus Wade, economy, Russia, gun violence, etc. Bipartisanship is tough around this time. Uh, he says, however, uh, that doesn't mean it's impossible. And there has been bipartisan support around the regulation of stablecoins. Several members of Congress have introduced bills on this topic. And I can confirm there will be more released in the coming weeks. So guys, um, I, I don't think this is impossible, uh, as, as Ron says here, because we are seeing both sides of the aisle come together. And that's one issue I think they mostly agree with, with the exception of uh, the, the crazy Elizabeth Warren, who's buddies with Gary Genser. I think we're seeing a lot member, more members of Congress, uh, both on, on both sides of the aisle, come together on crypto. And, uh, you know, with the stablecoin collapse, um, I think of Terra, excuse me, stablecoin collapse, I'm speaking of UST, um, I think that could be the catalyst to help push this through. And I think, look, the government is more concerned about stablecoins than they are Bitcoin and other altcoins. I think we've seen that, right? Uh, even Fed Chair Jerome Powell, you guys remember in, in November, he said, we're not banning Bitcoin or crypto, but stablecoins they're worried about because look, the CBDC, the digital dollar is coming and they want that to be used. And stablecoins are a threat to CBDCs. They don't view Bitcoin as a threat to, to CBDCs at all, even though you know some people try to put that narrative out there. With all the big players that are holding Bitcoin now, even uh, look, the, the government has seized the Bitcoin. They they are holding some. They sell it. All kinds of stuff, right? They're, they're not trying to ban Bitcoin and crypto, but stablecoins and certain stablecoins they will try to ban because it competes. Uh, with the, the digital dollar and the U.S. dollar, uh, you know, because people are going to be using that, and they can't track that properly, and and what's happening. So, and as well as the issuance and verifying the issuance. So, uh, I, I think that's what's on the horizon. So, I I don't think we're going to see, you know, any heavy-handed regulations around altcoins, but rather stable coins. And yes, the SEC will continue to get pressure for. Uh, you know, to provide an updated Howey test. And maybe, maybe the, you know, in the stablecoin regulation, they sneak in there, or I shouldn't say sneak in, but they put in there uh, regulations to, regarding how the SEC should handle things or, and, and should, who should, or I should say, what should the CFTC handle as well? So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to try to get Ron back on the show to talk about these things. Um, but that's the news, my friends. Let me know what you think. Leave your thoughts and comments below. Hit the thumbs up button, share this video, and I'll talk to you all later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.